Good morning and welcome back to Lovey's Adventures. Happy Sunday to Sunday fun day to you all around the world as this podcast is international in 44 states and in 39 countries around the world and we continue to grow in multiple cities every single day. And as I'm sitting here waiting for my delicious cup of Nescafe and my cute favorite little mug that says XOXO that matches my necklace that I got from Paris. I'm just so honored that today is such a beautiful, beautiful day. Je t'aime. Je t'aime, mi amore. Je t'aime beaucoup le café. Je t'aime beaucoup Nescafe. Oh my gosh, let's talk about yesterday. Yesterday, I had such an amazing, beautiful, beautiful day. I decided to head north, and I went to this beautiful, beautiful lake, and it was absolutely wonderful. Sat there in the sun, got my beautiful suntan as I watched the beautiful lakeside. It was just absolutely amazing. Had a fun-filled Saturday. And then as I sat there, I was getting some writing in, and I saw on the on the shoreline some folks that were, well, when I first got there, I got there early in the morning, and I had breakfast at, at Abiquiu Inn, absolutely to die for. Thank you folks out there at Abiquiu Inn for the wonderful, wonderful hospitality. I love the bacon and eggs breakfast, absolutely delicious. Thank you for being COVID safe and practicing all of the safety techniques and providing a delicious, delectable cup of coffee. And then as I went out to the lakeside, I went over the dam and I came back around and it was simply perfect. Ah, the magic. This, my friends, is the sound of heaven. I wait for this every day. My delicious cup of Nescafe. Are you ready? Come on, wake up, Buttercups. It's Sunday Fun Day. I'm in heaven. With my delicious cup of Nescafe and a lot of bit of cream and a whole lot, a lot of bit of sugar. <laughs> so I'm so excited because today is construction day. Today is a new adventure and today I'm finishing my insulation so I can start putting in my walls and my floor and then my appliances. Although I get to pick out my appliances along the way. I'm just so excited that it's construction day and I love construction day. That's why I took yesterday to get away and... Um, hit the open road and hit the hit the beautiful beautiful lake it was such a perfect day yesterday I couldn't have asked for anything better so I got there laid out my beautiful cute little blanket (laughs) and I got myself ready and I first dipped my toes in the water and I was like yes it is cold today (laughs) and then I got out and then I suntanned for a little bit did some writing had some a cold glass of sweet iced tea as well as some chips and some sweet tarts <laughs> the sweet tarts always make me make a funny face it's kind of funny so today coffee cheers my friends to you all around the world happy sunday fun day oh 
j'ai atteint beaucoup la campagne. Je t'aime beaucoup, Nescafé. Oh, simply delicious. Simply delectable. Oh, I can't wait. It's so delicious. So I'm getting ready to put on my favorite, favorite sweatshirt. Well, I have two, actually. My One of my favorite sweatshirts is this pink sweatshirt that I got from Faith Cattle Company. Shout out to Faith Cattle Company. Love you all out there. You're the ones that inspired me to actually get my country cottage, my new home sweet home. If it wasn't for you all and the fabulous funny show that you that you have about living on the farm, I would never have found my country cottage. I would never have been inspired to be a farmer. And I've got a lot of work in progress and I will tell you what, your jobs are not easy, my friends. So thank you for that wonderful, cute sweatshirt. It's pink called Faith Cattle Company. You can look them up online and buy one of their wonderful... uh, They sell steak seasoning hats. I don't think they sell jewelry yet, so I'm still waiting for that. And then they sell sweatshirts and t-shirts. What they need to sell is some jewelry designed by all of the wives from Faith Cattle Company. They also need to sell cowboy hats. I would love a Faith Cattle Company cowboy hat. That's right. You heard me, Faith Cattle Company. Get it together. <laughs> Coffee cheers to you, my friends, wherever you are around the world. And to my um, Faith Cattle Company friends. Uh, but the sweatshirt I'm wearing today is from San Francisco. Home sweet home. I'm a California girl. And I always will be. And it's so funny because I got so many compliments yesterday. I was wearing my big, giant, black and white hat. And... You know, my cute swimsuit and my little uh, Hawaiian wrap with the koe uya po. Aloha, mahalo to all of my friends out in Hawaii. I was wearing my koe uya po uh, wrap and it's red and white. And I got it direct, uh, straight from Hawaii. I actually went there and I got that from Hawaii. And I was wearing that around as a as a little wrap or whatever. And the late, I remember this lady, she came up to me yesterday. And she said, I was sitting there eating breakfast and she says... You look absolutely beautiful. Would you like me to take your picture? And I thought that was the sweetest thing. And I said, oh, I said, I'm, I said, thank you. I said, but I'm actually okay. I said, I, I, I kind of did a selfie already. And I said, but thank you. I said, I don't need one. She's like, you are absolutely beautiful. And I was like, that is the nicest thing that anybody has ever said to me. And I thought that was just so wonderful that she didn't even know who I was and she came up to me and then her husband came up to me and said that he had loved my hat and they started talking to me and they asked me where I was from and I told him from California and so I don't know if I stuck out stood out like a sore thumb <laughs> or if I stood out because I was wearing my my big beautiful hat that I love that it uh, when I walk on Rodeo Drive that I normally wear so I don't know if that's what was the dead giveaway or I'm not sure, but it was just so neat to have people come up to me yesterday and just um, say those wonderful things and made me feel beautiful. And right before I was getting ready to go to the lake where, you know, sometimes you don't feel that beautiful when you're going to the lake because you don't wear a whole lot of makeup or anything. I personally do because I use it as a sunscreen also. But it was just so neat before I went to the lake to be complimented that way. And they were fellow Californians. So shout out to all of my California friends, my home sweet home. 
I love you every day and twice on Sundays. And so it was just neat to fill a piece of home with me yesterday as I was ha- having my delicious breakfast on the patio there over at Abiquiuan. So if you need a delicious place to eat breakfast and you can see some little kitty cats running around, I highly recommend you visit Abiquiuan. Tell them Lovey sent you. <laughs> so now today I'm wearing my San Francisco white and blue shirt sweatshirt it reminds me of home sweet home and milo and i are going to go outside we're going to go outside and go feel the fresh open air this morning So join us with a delicious cup of Nescafe and come on outside with us. Let's hear the birds outside chime today. Ready? Come on. Come on, Milo. It is not as cold out here as I thought it was going to be today. but it's still beautiful nonetheless. Milo's going pee. So today is construction day. I'm so excited that I get to finish my construction. I am working on the insulation today and then I'll start getting all the supplies ready for my shower because I bought my shower, but I haven't installed it yet. So I need to finish up the supplies. (laughs) The paperwork that I got that I wrote down all my supplies got wet. Um, I was doing something silly and I spilled water all over it. So when it went to dry, it ruined all all of my notes. So I have to retake all of the measurements for my shower and I'll go buy all the supplies. And so I'll be doing that as well. But I'm excited. You know, there's no greater satisfaction than getting up early in the morning, doing your own construction, and living on the farm, and living that life that you were meant to be, that you were meant to be living. And it's just an amazing, beautiful thing. As I'm out here right now with Milo, he's hunting for pine cones, and I'm drinking my delicious cup of Nescafe. And we can see the pine trees, and he loves picking up the pine um, what do you call them? <laughs> he loves picking up the pine cones. I'm like, what do you call those things? Pine cones. I'm such an idiot. But good morning to you all around the world. Hope you have a beautiful, beautiful Sunday. Today is going to be construction day. And I'm so excited to be at my country cottage, my home sweet home. So hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Sending all of my love your way today with my delicious cup of Nescafe. Coffee cheers to another adventurous weekend. And I had such a beautiful day. Sending you my love with all of my love. Lovey. Welcome back to Lovey's Adventures. Happy Sunday fun day to you all around the world as I am sitting here in my country cottage at my new home sweet home finishing up my insulation and boy is it a hot summer day. I have my little window AC that I got temporarily until I get my air conditioning unit put in 
uh, but that won't come until the insulation is completely done as well as the walls the flooring and all of the um all of the appliances i was trying to think what is the word for appliance appliance <laughs> i am wearing my pink hard hat that i got as well as my pink tool belt and it's a construction tool belt and in my construction tool belt right now i have my pencils for drawing and you can also use the pencils when you're doing measurements so as i am cutting out the insulation i actually write on each of the walls where the insulation goes and that helps me remember so as i'm on the floor cutting i don't have to go back and look at all of the measurements i can just actually look up at the walls and see what size that is and so i have pencils i have a measuring tape which you definitely need as a must-have and this tool belt is actually pretty heavy duty I have a place where I can put nails. I have three pairs of nails in here and staples as well because when I'm doing the insulation as well as the rafters, those don't take nails. Those actually take staples. So I have my staples that I use for the two staple guns. And whoever designed the stapler for the rafters, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> that stapler sucked. But the stapler that they designed for the insulation, now that, is a pretty freaking awesome tool and i actually would have preferred to use that for for the rafters because it's much more narrow it's easier to use and you can do a one swing versus a laying down and then smacking it with your hand this one works so much better and it is a dewalt stapler I can't read what size it is, but it must be the only kind, but they make it specifically for insulation. And so this, DeWalt, thank you so much. This is an amazing tool. I love this tool. It is pretty phenomenal. And it's yellow and black and it's long and it's easy to install the staples as well. So as you're working, it's easy to do. And then it doesn't ricochet all the staples like the other stapler gun did for the for the rafters. So I still have some more rafters to put up on the side. And when I do that, I'm actually going to prefer using the DeWalt stapler over the other one. And it could be because of the size of staples, but I'm going to make it work because it is a much better stapler and it is a much narrow a stapler so that it fits perfectly within the wedges between the rafters and my upper lofts because I have two lofts and so there's a little bit of a gap on both sides that I'm going to need to fill with insulation as well as the the roof and um, the walls and so it's going to be a much much better tool now the insulation that I got being here on construction site safety first so let's talk about safety first so I talked about the hard hat and I always wear a do-rag first is my favorite do-rag. I wear do-rag. I, I wear a do-rag all the time actually. I wear one when I'm caving especially because it fits perfectly under my helmet and that one is my favorite do-rag and then I have another do-rag that I got just for construction and so I keep them separate actually and they fit just right so it can hold back my hair and keep my hair up out of my face and my neck because especially when you're dealing with insulation you don't want anything to get touched by the insulation because it is itchy. And then I have a pair of safety goggles, my tool belt, I have knee pads, and in doing the insulation, I'll put that on my, for the picture for this podcast, I actually have an entire bodysuit, and the bodysuit is designed 
to keep you from touching any of the insulation because when you're cutting on the floor for your measurements especially the lengths when it gets down to some of these pieces where the walls aren't exactly the same and when i got the cottage i thought for sure that when they did the construction that all of the wall panelings would be pretty fast and easy to put up and do and they weren't they were so many different sizes i had at least 20 different sizes so when you go to cut your insulation the hardest part is not the length it's the width that took me the longest and so after a while i was looking at it, i'm going oh my goodness i have like 20 different widths around just one perimeter of the south side let's see north southeast on the west side of the cottage and so i can only anticipate it being exactly the same on the opposite side because of the way that it's designed and i know that they have to do that around the rafters around the loft area and the wood that's the support beams as well and especially if you have any windows installed that is where the difference came as well plus for support you know this is a lot smaller than a regular size home so naturally i should have i should have thought about that and i when i did the walkthrough when i first picked out this little cottage i thought for sure it was going to be that easy but until you actually start buying the supplies and materials and start actually doing the work you don't realize some of the things that you're going to have to do until you actually start doing them and you went oh i should have looked at that a long time ago i should have made sure that they were all certain size but based on code and based on safety like around the door naturally the width of the beams is not going to be the same around the window seals and so it has been an interesting experience i will tell you though two of the biggest tools that i've used over and over and over again is the hammer as well as my clamps and there was one more thing. What else was it? Oh, a uh, you need a drill, okay? You cannot do any of this work without a drill. Because when I first started building my wall, oh, I was cursing like a sailor because I had to do the header and the footer. I didn't even know that there was a header and a footer when you had to build a wall. I just thought it was as simple as putting some beams up together, hammering them all together, and voila, it was done in a day. No, that's not the case, actually. You have to, it's much, much easier if you have a drill. And so get a drill and, dr and a set of drill bits. And... Sears was the one that had the best drills and drill bits. And so I actually borrowed this one. I borrowed two, actually. <laughs> All my friends and family just keep lending me tools because I don't have any here. And so I borrowed a drill and I borrowed a drill bit. And then I also borrowed a, uh, it's not a table saw, but it's a saw. It's kind of a saw. I guess you call it a saw. I got a jaw saw and then I got a kind of like a table saw only this table saw you lay down and it helps you measure your wood so if you're trying to cut angles or even a straight line it holds the wood in place and then you can use it use it as a measurement tool oh that was the other thing so the second other thing that I got that is wonderful is an angle angle arm I think that's what you call it it's a you know an angle <laughs> and it's made out of metal and so it's solid and so when you're trying to measure up a square or you're measuring your wood that actually worked the best for me when I'm trying to do a straight angle or straight arm because of the way that it's designed so it actually worked wonderful so hammer the clamps and the angle arm as well as a drill because when you're screwing in nails which I didn't know until I learned the hard way when I first started doing my header for my wall I was hammering everything in and then a friend came over one day and <laughs> my neighbor Tom and he was like why don't you drill that in first and I just went 
Shazam. Why didn't I drill it in first? You know, it would have been so much easier. But you don't drill the same size of what you're hammering in or what you're trying to screw in. You do it a small sizer or two small sizers because you only need it enough to where it makes it easier when you're drilling it in and when you're hammering it in. So once I did that, the wall went much faster. So it's those tricks of the trade because I really wanted to do everything old school by hand. But there's just some things you can do it that way but it would take you a lot longer and looking at the foundation of the cottage and how it is made i could tell that they used machine tools also because there are a couple of places where you could tell that they undrilled it and then drilled it back and i'm like oh that looks like fluffy's work so expert or not we all do it the same way and so it was kind of funny because i can't tell you how many nails and screws i had to remove and then put them back in again especially if you can't get them flush or you or you overlay two nails or two screws on top of each other you're just like yeah that's not gonna work <laughs> especially when you're trying to put the header in and the nail is in your way or it's in the in the in the way of the wiring you're like that is not gonna work and so you you figure it out as you go now my middle wall I reinforced that so I did two beams at the uh, both ends then I did a single beam then two beams single beam two beams I didn't necessarily need that support and strength but because I'm going to be using the loft above me as my bedroom with a set of stairs that I'll be building I needed to make sure that that center wall for my loft was reinforced and so to reinforce it I needed two beams one two one two one two all the way across because if you look at the perimeter of my cottage it's built the same way and so it's really rigid and so because the support beams uh, that it run vertical are pretty strong I wanted to make sure that my horizontal ones supported the center of gravity of where my bed is going to be in the middle of the loft on the larger side which I think is like 10 feet long and so that was a good design and I'm glad and so thank you to all my friends and family that helped me finally get that middle wall up and so on one side of my wall I have my bathroom and then on the other side I have my kitchen so it's good it's gonna turn out to be really 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 nice and I'm gonna have sliding barn doors between my kitchen and my bathroom and we'll see how well that works works because it's only just for for you know it's a small little place and so it'll work out really really well milo would love it as well and that way i can move the sliding barn doors away when i have my stairs out and so there's different style of stairs that i could actually design and build so i'm still looking at what those options are but those are the some of the coolest tools oh and trash bags <laughs> don't forget trash bags because you make a mess and staples go everywhere oh and a broom you need a broom and you need a night light you need a industrial size night light because when you're working late at night like I do uh, it really brights up the room really 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 bright and so all those things help but definitely a broom as well because you, when you start to work in construction I didn't realize this but you make a mess you make a big freaking mess and sawdust goes everywhere it's in your nose it's in your ears it's in your hair <laughs> so as long as you wear all of your protective gear it works out well now when i did the rafters i wore shoes you know i wore boots and you're always supposed to wear steel toe boots when you're doing construction but what i found with the insulation especially if i'm just cutting the pieces it was much easier for me to just wear socks because I'm a girl I have nails I had them done I painted them <laughs> and it was so much harder wearing shoes bending down wearing tennis shoes and I don't know how to describe that but it was much more difficult and a lot less uh, comfortable for me I guess doing it because I was on my, on my I was on my knees a lot for the insulation I'm still gonna be on my knees a whole lot and knee pads get yourself some knee pads not necessarily elbow pads unless you're gonna be doing a lot of 
loft work. Like it would have come in handy if I had my elbow pads for the rafters on the larger part of the loft. And so maybe later I'll actually get some, some elbow pads for the loft when I get ready to do the walls and stuff because I'm going to be on my elbows a lot. But for the floor, for the insulation on the ground, knee pads. And so I have pink knee pads, pink hard hat, a pink tool belt, and I didn't find a pink hammer. Otherwise, I'd have pink hammer. I'd have pink nails. I'd have pink everything. So to all the construction guys that are out there or all the construction companies, and I won't say guys, I'll say companies, to all the construction companies, when I'm building for the first time in my life and I'm learning how to do it from ground zero, from, from scratch, if you will, girls like different colors. And maybe guys do too. I don't know. But everything comes standard in a standard color. Everything comes like black and metal <laughs> or black and red. But my tool belt, I was able to get in pink and black. My hard hat, I was able to get in pink. And so everything that's construction related, we should be able to get in pink or any color that we choose. Like if I could, I would have a pink ladder. I would have a pink industrial size ladder. So Werner, I'm using your ladder right now. It's the largest one that you have that can go up to my loft pretty easily. But I would love that ladder in a pink metal rather than just a plain metal ladder or the wood ladder that I have as well. I would love to have a pink ladder just because I'm a girl. <laughs> That's my favorite color. Maybe somebody's favorite color is blue. So having those variety of options, I will tell you this, it would have made construction so much more fun <laughs> because construction is hard work. It is tough, let me tell you. So with the insulation, I got, and this is what I'm using, it is called Knopf Insulation. This stuff is amazing. And I got it the thicker one. Let me see if I can read what it's called. Echo Bait. Echo Bat. Echo Bat with Ecos. Ecos technology. And you can get this at www.nofinsulations.us. Absolutely amazing. And it is made in the USA, which I love, love, love. I love buying local and I love buying from the from, I love buying from different countries, but the fact that this is made in the USA, I absolutely love it. So this is Echo Bat with e Ecos technology. So this stuff is absolutely amazing. And it's the thicker one. So, you, you know, there's different grades of insulation that you can get. I highly recommend when you're doing insulation as, as well as, sorry, there was a fly there, as well as all of the videos that you will see on YouTube, they all recommend getting the thicker insulation. And as long as you do it correctly, you don't rush and you don't cheat on the corners or around where your connections are for your light switches or at the base of your floor, as long as you get that right dead on, the insulation will work amazing. And it's designed to keep the heat in for the winters and the cool in for the summers. And so if you do the insulation right, it's worth the investment because between the outside wall and your inside wall, if you wanna keep that barrier from letting all of your air out or in, 
you need a good insulation and so this insulation go go with a thicker one and they've designed it so much nicer <laughs> now you're gonna laugh at this because when I open up the first bag I at first you look at them and I got three bags and you're like oh that's not nearly enough because you only count like what what you think you see right well echo bat this insulation company has designed it so that it's shrink wrapped and the moment you unshrink wrap it it like explodes like marshmallows so imagine for a second buying eight bags of this stuff and being caught in your <laughs> kitchen area unwrapping one of them and then all of a sudden poof all of them just kind of expand like 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 a marshmallow bite it was crazy i had no idea that inside one little bag has about 12 pieces of insulation because they're airtight the air is sucked out of it so that it's compressed compact so that when you buy it it is so much easier to ship so much easier to, to transport and it's so much easier to use with the exception of you unpacking it so <laughs> to the insulation company that designed this nobody really reads instructions anymore and for NOF NOF insulations <laughs> you need a warning label on the front I probably should have read it but if you were to look at the side of the bag the writing for in, in installing and instructions is so small even with my glasses I probably wouldn't be able to read it it just needs a big warning on the side caution when you unwrap because uh, this is an R15 uh, capacity <laughs> it will expand maybe even a video online showing how it expands maybe I'll do a YouTube video showing you how it expands because I was stuck in my kitchen I couldn't get out and it was so darn heavy all the bags were so darn heavy it blockaded me in and I couldn't help but sit there and fall on the ground and I just laughed that's all you can do <laughs> so when you're using insulation be very careful wear all of your protective gear wear your gloves the first day i went through i had bought a cheaper pair of gloves and i went through like four pairs in one day yeah because you're doing a lot of cutting and so when you're using a razor blade to cut your width of all of your insulation it cuts through your gloves and i didn't think about that so now i have a thicker pair of gloves and i've got multiple pairs of gloves as well as the bodysuit that helps protect me and so the density of this insulation that i got is considered an r15 it is one of the top ratings that you can actually buy so if you're doing insulation work get an r15 i don't know if they make anything higher or better quality than r15 but it is one of the best and so it does really really well on the insulation part of the, of the job and so i'm pretty pretty impressed with it and then on one side of the insulation because there's different kinds that you can get you some people get the foam stuff some people get other types of insulation or they just fill fill it this works better and it's much easier to handle and it's a lot less maintenance later it, because on one side it actually has like a paper filling on both sides actually the paper filling is on both sides so it's covered no one side it's covered with this paper that is designed to be outward facing towards you and then it's got these little lips on the side and so if you watch one of the videos on how to install it the lips are designed to help you staple right into your two by fours on the side and you could do it a couple of ways you could do it flush or you could do it where it's inlaid just a little bit and then you could staple it but either way with the stapler that I got as well as with this paneling on each one of these it makes it so much faster and so much easier to do and then you can kind of eyeball and take a look when you're done at what you did really really well and which ones you need to do over or change differently so when I first started I will tell you 
that the easiest way to start cutting because these ones come in a certain dimension I can't remember exactly how wide they are let me get my measuring tape let's see I don't think I can see it but they come standard and normally if you're building a home the standard that these come in is the same width as your two by fours for support all the way around your perimeter of your home but these ones because I have a I'm building a country cottage it's a little bit different so they're about 14 almost let's see here 15 inches okay so they come in 15 inches well most of my cottage walls are so well, that one's 15 inches okay let's see this one's 10 inches <laughs> this is what I was talking about so 115 19 inches 110 inches 114 inches so this whole cottage has different sizes and unfortunately the r15 doesn't come that way it comes in a standard 15 inch you could probably get them wider for like the upper part of the loft that standard that part there you could tell is standard all the way across that they did that part the way that a home is built but the lower base if you have a home that has any different sizes like i'm running into they don't make this r15 insulation smaller now here's a measure of improvement that I have for NOF insulations. Because you guys are already pre-cutting these and they come pre-designed in terms of size, what you could also do is preparations. I don't know how much harder that would be and how much more expensive it would be, but then it would allow your customers to slice it without actually using a box cutter where it would just tear apart automatically because the way that you're installing insulation you're gentle with it when you inlay it so it's not hard to do so when you're doing that if it came perforated so that let's say i had a spot that was bigger than 15 inches or less than 15 inches or whatever the size range is for tiny homes medium-sized homes and large homes if you could make those in perforated portions from the 15 inch because i'm having to take the 15 inch and cut that down that's the part that's taking me the longest the length is pretty easy because i just measure one they're all the same length all the way around so i cut all the ones i cut them all out the length first get that out of the way because that's the easy part then the width is the hard part so if they came in perforated edges it'd be so much easier if i it could come like in four pieces because then i could take one or maybe even some regular 15 inch and some perforated options so that way i could just take those perforated options which would fit perfectly in some of those small tight places without ruining the insulation if you don't know what you're doing so the best way to cut slice and dice the insulation is take a two by four lay your insulation on the ground lay it flat take a two by four and lay it underneath your insulation measure it out slightly cut places of where you have measured at measure along your entire length of your insulation and then use the two by four on the bottom so that you're not ruining the base of your floor as a cutting board and so basically you're taking your cutting blade and you're using that as a backdrop so that it slices easier so you just keep going all the way across the top after you've measured it out you slice it slice it slice it and it gives it a much cleaner cut because without that they don't make scissors that are big enough to cut through insulation and then you don't really want to touch this stuff but when you're having to cut it slice it that way for the width of your of your wood that's the part 
where the insulation can get on your hands, can get on your wrists, can get on your face because you're hot and sweaty. So you reach up and you wipe your face, your sweat with your arm. And then next thing you know, you've contaminated both places and it is itchy. So that started to become really itchy until I figure out my pattern where I figured out, oh, okay, this is how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna measure it first, then put the two by four underneath. It'll give it a much cleaner cut because the first two cuts that I did, I could tell exactly where I did it because the floor basing when I did the length came out horrible. I didn't use a two by four for that. But then after that, I learned the hard way and I used a two by four to make it a cleaner cut as well. It's just like sewing or just like cutting a piece of wood. And then I know exactly where I need to go back. I need to fix that. So once I figured out that pattern, the cutting of the sizes for the insulation was so much more easier. So, and it'd be really cool if I could have pink insulation. And even though nobody's going to see it, when I put it up, it's plain brown. But it would be really cool if it could be pink. <laughs> Just saying. Because girls like construction. If you're like me, I'm a girly girl. I'm a tomboy. In some instances, I'm a cowgirl. But I'm also a girly girl. And when I look at my cottage and I'm looking at the insulation and I'm putting out your brand name out there, I want it in pink. So to all the construction folks who make this stuff, guess what? Girls do construction too. <laughs> people do construction. I'm sure people in general have preferences. It doesn't have to necessarily be a girl. Somebody might want a yellow hard hat, a blue hard hat. So it'd be really cool if you could find those at the local places. So listen up, Home Depot and Lowe's. And I shop mostly at Lowe's or at local, local stores. You need to have those options also. So when I walk into your store, I want to be able to buy a pink tool belt, a pink hard hat, pink insulation. Get them in pink. <laughs> or at least have options for us to choose from. Because that would be really cool. And it would make construction fun and interesting. Because now you're color coordinated. It'd be really cool to have pink nails. That would be my preference also. But it's okay. I got, I'm dealing with what I have. So... I'm almost done with the insulation. I did another wall today and it is hot. It must be like 94 degrees outside, but I wanted to take a moment to share with you about this process. And I'm sitting here drinking a nice glass of sweet iced tea. Oh, that is delicious. And I'm standing in front of the air conditioner because it's so cool right here. I'm sweating like the Dickens. And I'm looking at all of this work that has been done and how much more I still need to do to make this my home sweet home. And I'm looking up at my, my light that I have, my very first light that I put in, my little light bulb in my recessed lighting that's above. And I love that this is going to be my home sweet home. Now, don't ask me about my outside yard. That looks like Jumanji right now. <laughs> but once I'm at a point where the inside is pretty good and I've got the walls and the flooring up, then I can start working on the landscaping in the yard outside and hire somebody to come help me uh, do all the landscaping. I prefer to do it by myself, but my neighbor Tom, he has a big... Uh, he has a big tractor and he comes over here and he cuts down all the weeds for me and so I pay him to do that and so it's nice being neighborly that way I, plus I like Tom and Sylvia they're wonderful wonderful people and so I'm looking in my country cottage right now and I'm standing here in 94 degree temperature in front of my little AC and I wanted to just go over with you all that construction is possible for anybody if I can do construction and I can do insulation and build a wall, so can you. So in this adventure, every day that I live in my life, when I started this journey in this podcast that went from one listener to 39 countries around the world because of the death of my sister, Anna Marie, I think to myself, 
this has been an amazing journey. As I stand here right now on my three-acre farm, my new home sweet home, looking at the sign that says Le Papillon, which means the butterflies, in honor of my sister Anna Marie, and how honored and elated and humbled I am by this experience every day to be able to use my hands to build something that is mine, that is going to be mine, that is going to be my home. There is nothing more invigorating than that. And so if I can help encourage one person in the world today to live your adventure, it doesn't matter if you want to take up sewing. It doesn't matter if you want to learn how to write. It doesn't matter if you want to become a comedian. If you want to learn how to do construction, become an airplane pilot, your moment is now to live your adventure today. Start right now. Whatever that is, even if it's one thing or if it's five things, try it today because now is your chance to change your life for the better in this world that we have an opportunity to live, breathe, touch, and feel everything that we do every single day. And yesterday as I was by the lakeside, I see two young kids walking in the water side by side and they were hunting for seashells. And as they were hunting for seashells, this is what I heard. Ooh, seashell. Ooh, seashell. Ooh, seashell. And they kept doing that for like a mile. They walked quite a, quite, quite a ways. And I could hear them the entire time. And they had no care in the world other than to be with each other as friends and find seashells by the lake. And then as they were walking back, the little girl's mom comes up to her and she, you know, she's standing by her side and she says, well, maybe we need a little bag for those. So I graciously pulled out a bag for my, for my bag. I had a little plastic bag that I bought some snacks in and I offered them my bag. And in return, the little girl looks at me with this beautiful, beautiful, super curly hair. She was just so adorable. And she comes up to me and says, thank you for the bag. And she says, would you like a seashell? And she hands me this adorable, solid seashell that she had found as she was walking with her friend by the lake. And she offers it to me and I hold out my hand and I graciously accept the gift in exchange for the bag so that her and her friend could have a bag to carry back all of the seashells that they were trying to collect. And in that moment, right there that I was there, we were both living our adventure. So this podcast is designed to spread the message of faith, hope, love, and forgiveness, and absolutely adventure. And adventure comes in so many different forms, whether you're by the lake and enjoying the day, or doing insulation in your new country cottage home sweet home, or writing your first book like I did, in honor of my sister Anna Marie. And so today, being Sunday, being God's day, I love you every day and twice on Sundays. With all of my love, lovey.